You're listening to the Kevin Spiteri Podcast, an audio guide for business owners, entrepreneurs, managers, and marketers. Serial entrepreneur, multiple business owner, and author of I Just Want It To Work, a guide to understanding digital marketing and social media for frustrated business owners, managers, and marketers, Kevin Spiteri will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to listen to the experts and to the tips and tricks that have helped others pave the way to business growth. If you're frustrated with your efforts to date and are ready to make it work, you're in the right place. Here's your host, agency owner, photographer, family man and coffee lover, Kevin Spiteri. All right, hi everyone. Welcome to uh, our private mobility engineering dealer channel. Thanks very much for tuning in. I've got a special video for you guys today. I'm here with one of my really good friends, Kevin Spiteri. Uh, Kevin is an owner of a digital marketing company. And when I say he's a really good friend, he actually is one of my close personal friends as well. Uh, we go on holidays together and all that kind of thing. And he's also an expert in digital marketing, or just in marketing in general, but he's a real expert in digital marketing, which is today's day and age of marketing, as you guys may or may not know. Um, he has done our website, and he does all of our digital stuff, but he's done our website, and all around the world we've had fantastic feedback on our website, uh, all the way from the guys in AutoAdapt in Sweden to the guys in America and so on. So that speaks words because they are multi-multi-million dollar companies, and they think the website built by these little guys in, um, in Australia is an amazing website way better than their own. So that speaks mounds and mounds of words for Kevin, and um, basically, He's also even written this book on, um, on the topic for you guys. And what, we've, what I've done at uh, Mobility Engineering is we've actually purchased a copy for every single one of the dealers. And I'm gonna be sending that out to you very soon. And um, hopefully you can get some benefit. I've read it and I think it's a great book. It was really, really, really easy to read. Um, and also just had really good tips on sort of defining this modern digital world for us. Um, so yeah, basically we're gonna ask a few questions. And on top of that, what I'm going to do is ask a couple of questions um, with Kevin and hopefully give you a couple of little hot tips that can help you as well um, and just a little bit of a, uh, a, a little bit of a value here. Kevin's time is normally thousands of dollars an hour so, um, so the fact that we, he's doing this for us is a big, big favour so thanks very much Kevin and um, let's get into it. Okay, so uh, first question off the ranks we have is around social media. Um, so basically one of the new forms of advertising or, or marketing seems to be around social media. Um, but in our feedback and dealing with the, talking to the dealers, a lot of them, a lot of you guys don't even have Facebook and some of you do, some of you don't, it's not really that active. Um, and when we speak to you, you're a bit confused and you know I've talked about videos before, uh, in my previous videos about you know, sending me content and I'll share it for you and I'll tag you guys and, and we'll co-market. Um, so what I guess, one of the questions was around social media and I wanted to ask Kevin, should our dealers who are small businesses, by the way, just to pre-qualify this, Kevin has been working with us for a few years now, so he knows all about you guys and what kind of companies you are. So he's got that background and that knowledge. So with that in mind, um, should our dealers, one, be on social media? Should they have pages on social media? And if they should, what mediums of social media should they be on? Facebook, Instagram, whatever else is out there, let us know. 
Thanks, Ali. Uh, obviously, a really great opportunity to be here and to chat to you, uh, dealers. It's, it's actually quite an honour to be able to share some of this information with you and hope helpfully set the best direction for you and your businesses. So, to answer the question, uh, and it's a great question because I see it with businesses and not just in your industry but across every industry I deal with, uh, the, one of the biggest challenges is the overwhelm that's generated in understanding where the best place is or what the best channels are to use to market your business. So, the easiest way to look at it is to understand where your audience's attention exists. So. In your instance, as dealers, you have two primary audiences as I understand it. The first are the occupational therapists, the OTs, and the second audience you have is the end user, so the person with the disability or the person receiving treatment for uh, whatever, whatever um, issue they may have. The two primary objectives that you have are to communicate with the OTs and communicate with the end users. The way you do so, though, requires very different types of communication. The reason being is because your interest in the OTs is to help the OTs make better decisions when it comes to the equipment or the prescription or the advice uh, that they require for their clients being the end users. And on the end user side, there's a level of uh, education that you need to provide them so that they can ask better, more informed and educated questions to their OTs in the search for, for treatment. I also understand there are, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Ali, there are probably instances where uh, the OTs may not be directly involved or people who are self-funding or privately funding their, yeah. um, their rehabilitation. So there's opportunities there where you're dealing direct with the end user and the end user is specifying that they want a vehicle conversion or they need ramps or yeah. lifts or whatever it might be. So, with that in mind, trying to keep it simple, there's two, two things to consider. So, firstly, from the, and we'll start from the end user and work our way back to the OTs. There are two platforms that I think you should use for those two audiences. Looking at the end user side, Facebook is the place to be. And the reason being is it's got the majority share of the attention for that audience. We know that people with abilities and disabilities, the mass of people are on Facebook. So it, it's a really easy decision and it's, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take any, there's no conjecture that the attention is on Facebook. The reason, however, I don't suggest that as much for OTs is that you've got a limited resource, you probably have a limited budget and you've got a limited ability to produce content. So my job is to try to figure out how to make that as simple and as effective as possible within the constraints that you have within your business. So from an end user perspective, you use Facebook and can use Facebook to build a really good audience of people, uh, of your customers. And you have to remember that within the end user segment, there are multiple people who are influenced or who will influence the decision making process. So sometimes the person with the disability is obviously not the decision maker, they may be unable to make the decision. So therefore you might have parents or carers or siblings um, or children who may all be involved in making the best decision for the person who requires the assistance. So there you've got a mix of abled and disabled people whose attention are on Facebook. And that gives you a great platform to be able to create content that helps educate them, 
inform them and engage them in a way so that they feel they know enough and can learn enough to make the right decisions when it comes to looking after the person with a disability or the person who requires the support. So that's the Facebook side of things for the end user and the people who are involved in the decision making process for end users. When we think about OTs, very much a professional environment, there is a lot of restriction as to what they can and can't say, the way they market, where they spend their time and their media. Now, I guarantee that a lot of them will be on Facebook, I'm, I'm sure of that. But where I see now, especially in 2018, the biggest value to get in touch with and to network with OTs is through LinkedIn. LinkedIn, hands down, is the fastest growing platform, it is the best platform when you're talking business to business or professional to professional relationships. And if you as an entity are providing and creating content that is meaningful and valuable and ultimately helping to make OT's lives easier, because like, let's face it, these guys are under a lot of pressure, OT's have a really tough job, I know I would find it really hard to be an OT, uh, and I totally admire what they do. They need to get to the answer and to the source of the solution as quickly as possible. They have people's lives in their hands and for you, you can leverage the power of LinkedIn to create that relationship with them. Easiest way to do that is to build a company page, build a profile for a company page. Make sure you, let's presume that I'm talking to the business owners here, most of you are the small business owners. Uh, you build your professional LinkedIn. It's almost like your resume, but it allows you to highlight the things about you that you bring to the table as, from a professional standpoint. Then what you do is you can start networking. So start searching occupational therapists within your area. So the beauty about LinkedIn is you can actually hone in geographically. You know where you are. You know the scope of the geography that you can service. You know the titles, they're occupational therapists, or they may have similar titles. And it allows you, one by one, to start building that relationship with them. Connect with them, introduce yourself, and ask them what they need. Your first introduction to an OT should be, what could we do, as somebody who supplies to, who advises, who directs OTs, what could we do better to help you and make your job easier? If your first touch or your first interaction with the OTs is of value and where you genuinely care about helping them, making their jobs easier, I, I categorically guarantee you the success that you'll derive from that, from, that, um, from that approach will outweigh any marketing brochure, any sales pitch, any presentation that you could ever, ever create. Because what you're doing is you're adding value and you're demonstrating that you're an expert at what you do, you know exactly what you're listening to the issues and challenges that they face on a day-to-day -day basis. And so I recommend you use LinkedIn to start that education. Then start producing that uh, information, start producing that content. Very simply, it doesn't, you know, anybody who has one of these, you have more power in the palm of your hand with a simple smartphone. There is no excuse for not being able to create content. It does not have to be difficult. So absolutely use LinkedIn and start creating short videos, maybe short pieces of articles, and just ask them, what are your questions? Once you find out what they, I bet you, you take a look at your business, go to everybody in your business, I want you to all try this. Ask everybody who works, who's customer facing in your business, and ask them what questions they get asked on a daily basis. I would almost guarantee you can come up with at least 20 to 30 questions that are the same across the business 
Start off by answering those questions. Then ask the OTs, what questions do you have? And then start answering those questions. So that's my take on social media. The two channels, the channel to get in front of your end user, Facebook, the channel to get in front of OTs, LinkedIn, and hopefully there's some really simple tactics that you can employ tomorrow uh, to get your business, uh, to get your business uh, in the eyes of your customers uh, and across the best channels that, uh, that you can activate quite easily. Alright, thanks very much for that Kevin, that was a great answer. Um, and just a quick little follow up on that, um, what about if we're producing content, what, are, what if uh, our dealers would have just picked some of that up and share some of that, would that be valuable as well for them? Absolutely, so this is a great example of where you don't need to reinvent the wheel and what we call that is repurposing content. So if there's already content that you know is of value to your audience and I know Ali, what you do with your team and the content you're creating is so valuable because nobody's really doing it, nobody has really taken the time to care enough to provide that education. Um, you as dealers can take that and share that on your LinkedIn. It builds the mobility brand, but it builds your brand. And you have a relationship between mobility and your business. So that content will become extremely valuable for you and it'll allow you to have better conversations with your customers and your end users. Yeah, so that's great. And just the last thing, as I've mentioned before, even if you get questions from your own customers and you don't feel like you want to um, create that content or the videos yourselves, send it through to us and we'll create the answers and we will mention your company and we will specifically state it's for your company. Um, our aim is to promote your company. So, so yeah, if you don't feel like you can do that, send it to us and we'll create it for you and we'll share it on our channels and we'll also tag yours and give it to you and you can do whatever you want with it as well. So thanks very much for that, Kevin. Thanks, darling.